When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Seven till nine. News Talk five fifty KTSA and FM one zero seven one. All right, man. Uh, place your bet. Place all with the affidavit. No, yeah, affidavit. You place your bet. Oh, I thought we were gambling. I got excited. Oh, see, he, <laughs> that's his one vice is gambling. Place your bet. He ain't gonna do it. He ain't gonna reveal that. It's the same damn judge. It's signed off on the warrant. Oh, it is. No. What? I didn't know it was the same judge. It's the same judge, Reinhardt. It is Judge Reinhardt. He's the one who green-lighted the warrant. <laughs> He's the one that defended Jeffrey Epstein's people. Right. Uh, he gets to decide today, after hearing from witnesses as to why he should or should not unseal the affidavit as to why they went into Mar-a-Lago. Right. Basically, with a wide-open warrant to look at anything they wanted to in Mar-a-Lago. Anything. Anything. Right, the right. warrant was very was very clear. Here's what the warrant said. The locations to be searched include 45 office hall storage rooms, all other rooms or areas within the premises used or available to be used by F. POTUS, former president, and his staff, in which boxes or documents could be stored. Any government and or presidential records beginning January 20th, 2017, lasting through January 20th, 2021, that's the property to be seized. Mar-a-Lago's 58 bedrooms, 30 or yeah, 33 bathrooms, 17 acre estates. <laughs> he ain't going to he ain't going to he ain't going to show the affidavit. That ain't going to happen. Not going to do it. I don't believe it. Not, not for not a gonna second, man. And probably my my uh, you know, I'm placing my bet now. My bet is nope, he's not going to do it. Right. And the reason he's not going to do it is going to implicate people in the swamp. Yeah. And they are swamp creatures, swamp critters, and they are there to cover e- for each other. That's exactly it. Circle the wagons, man. That's right. Um, now, with Hillary, they had actual crimes. <laughs> yes, they did, man. And here's the deal, man. They, they have risen <clears throat> or fallen to the point they consider themselves in the swamp. As the ones who are the kingmakers, they get to decide. It's up to them at the FBI and the Department of Justice and all these other uh, organizations in, in D.C. who actually gets to run for president. So with the Hillary thing, they, actually, they had crimes. They had actual crimes. Yeah. She had actual, on her server, actual top secret and super top secret stuff. And they told her to produce that stuff. And instead of producing it, she bleach-bitted it. She got rid of it so no yeah. eyes would ever see it. Took hammers to the cell phones and destroyed the cell phones with hammers so nobody could ever look in the cell phone see what was going Didn't James on. James Comey actually testify under oath that, uh, that they had, she had secret uh, classified email chains on that? He sure did. And the Comey Swamp FBI, because mm-hmm. that's what he had oh, turned yeah. it in. He had turned it into that. Um, uh, he definitely said that, you know what, I, uh, we have uh, information that might be prosecutable here. However, because of who she is, we're not going to prosecute. Because of who she is. I mean, that's, that's paraphrasing. But yeah. that's basically what it is. So you turned out with, at that time, you turned out with him deciding who. He got to decide who got to run for president. Well, that's pretty standard stuff for Democrats, though, in power. You know, they, yeah. which crimes they feel like enforcing, which crimes they don't feel like, in, or laws they don't feel like enforcing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, if anybody out there thinks that there's not two uh, different justice systems in this country, 
one for you and me and one for the elites. You're out of your mind. So the American people don't actually decide who gets to run no. for president because right now what this is doing, what they did at Mar-a-Lago with this fishing, and clearly a fishing expedition, yeah. they're doing two things. Number one is to find stuff, as you've said, to find stuff to keep him from running. They can hang around his neck, around Trump's neck, to keep him from running. And number two is to find whatever is there that might implicate them They've right. got to keep themselves out of jail. That's precisely what it is. Yep. I think any any smart person watching this stuff knows that's what's going on. Yep. Now, the idiots don't care. <laughs> the morons don't care. They're the ones who are posting the memes where he's wearing the orange uh, you know, coveralls from jail or what have you. Can't wait to see him in, in shackles, you know. But they uh, these are low-info, low-content people. They don't give a crap uh-uh. about what the truth is. But uh-uh. if you're paying attention and you're smart, you know exactly what's going on right now. So. The thing is, they don't give a crap that you and I know. <laughs> no, they don't care. You know. They don't care, because with 87,000 new agents, they're going to be coming for us. And if you're a Republican, now you're a violent extremist terrorist, according to Michael Hayden. Yeah. So with 87,000 new armed agents, how long before they come for Republicans? (laughs) Right? As soon as they can. Right? As soon as they can. Come on. Michael Hayden, he said he agrees, and he was the former CIA head under swamp creature Bush, under swamp creature Obama, under swamp creature Clinton. Uh, four-star, retired four-star Air Force general. Right. Uh, he was the one that last week, last week, said that anybody has nuclear information outside of our government, i.e. Donald Trump, they need to be executed. So he was pushing for execution of Donald Trump last week. <laughs> so, But now what they're doing, Sean, it's kind of, it, it really is sly on the side, but they're, they are changing the definition of Republicans. So you, you had James Carville say that they are dumb, Republicans are dumb and evil. You have now the media saying all Republicans, all of them, are nihilistic, they are evil, they are extremists, and they are violent. All Republicans fit into that category. Well, yeah, we've got to be the bad guys. we right. be the bad guy. All of them are. You know, and it's all political. Because it really, if, if that's the description, they should look in the mirror. <laughs> and they'll Pretty see much. exactly what they're talking about looking back at them. Pretty much. All right, they're the domestic terrorists. They're the ones who are uh, the biggest threat to our democracy, our republic, or what have they you. They are for sure. Because uh, and and again, smart people know that, you know. Uh, uh, but they've been they've been demonizing uh, Republicans and conservatives ever since Donald Trump uh, busted into the swamp and started uh, started uh, cleaning house. They hated his guts for it. They thought sur- surely they had Hillary Clinton ready to go. So now that they can't get any traction for their elections, yeah. nobody's interested in their people. Nobody wants to turn out to vote for their people. So this is what we're going to do. We're going to brand the other side as violent extremists, terrorists. All Republicans right. are that. And and so with, with 87,000 new armed agents, how long before they send those armed agents for those violent extremist terrorist Republicans? Oh, look, look, dude, like I told you, at the re-education camp, I get the top bunk. <laughs> I get the top bunk, James, because if he falls through, he'll kill me. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I, and I get to cook. Yeah, I can't cook, so you you got to do that. <laughs> well, you can make Mondo Pasto. Really. <laughs> anyway, today's the day. That's the top story. Today is the day that they're going to be uh, deciding whether or not we're going to see the affidavit. We're not going to see the affidavit. No. No. They have to good, I don't, I'm not a betting man, but I'd lay good money on yeah, that. It's, nah, not, it's the same damn judge. It's not going to happen, man. It's not going to happen. I, I still think they had something on the judge. I still think that the re, the way they got the judge to sign off on this was to say, hey, you know what? Uh, you're an Epstein guy. There might be uh, some stuff in there that uh, has your name on it as well. Well, think about this. He, he quit his prosecutorial job there so that he could represent Epstein's employees, right? Right, right. 
I don't think I'm just just me thinking out to box here. I don't think you can fly young girls to an island with a pedophile, not knowing exactly what's going on with those young girls of that are course. on that airplane with you. Yeah. If you're the pilot or if you're the the guy who's serving uh, the drinks in the hall, in the in the, uh, in the aisle, you know, right? <laughs> Whoever you are, if you're the guy gassing the thing up or whatever, and you're seeing a load of young girls being put on an airplane with Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell and Bill Clinton, <laughs> and they're flying off to this island somewhere on this right, airplane with underage girls you can't man. You, there's no way you could say you don't know what's going uh, on she's an intern <laughs> so anyway, she's part of my staff so the point is you're that you're making is this judge had to have known yes exactly what these people were up to and yet he decided that he was going to defend them the, yes he did so, why yeah <laughs> why did he do that and why did they pick him as the guy to carry on all of this i'm telling you i had something on the guy on the judge that's what i believe i have no proof of that but just my, right. my thought you, is smelling it you're is, smelling you know it. hey judge we need you to sign off on this you're sniffing this out right yeah. you, because it's the fbi who would be in a position to know about this guy sure because they oh, know yeah. about all of us, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's the FBI who went specifically and got this judge to carry this through. Yeah, because uh, you know I, the warrant. You're right. It was the whole damn thing, whatever yeah. they wanted. So uh, uh, there's no justification for it. He'd already talked to the FBI, right? He they told him to lock the stuff up and put a padlock on it in June, right? Yeah. And he had talked to him in February too, I believe. Yeah. So that in and of itself tells me that there's something stinky here going on, you know, just that alone. They're trying to come up with a case that oh, yeah. they can lay They're on Donald Trump, and they are watching for documents that would implicate any of them. It's real yeah. simple. I yeah. mean, anybody can see exactly what's going on here. They really screwed the pooch on this deal because they, they have not said anything since Merrick Garland came out and said, we're the victims. We're the victims. <laughs> oh, that was pathetic, Remember? man. Three, that was three minutes I'll never get back. But <laughs> since then, existence. they haven't said a word no, of justification or this is why or... No. We no, we're not going to unveil the the affidavit, but this is why we had to go in there like that. Right, nothing is. Nope, we haven't heard it. And so, said a word. You know, I, I'm not expecting. Up. And you know what? I wonder uh, at what point we'll hear today uh, that it's not going to be uh, unsealed. That you're not going to see the affidavit. I'd like to see that this morning. That'd be great, wouldn't it? Yeah, we'd like to break that. <laughs> but we'll see. All right, quick break. More wearing rhyme coming up for you. You know, BG products. They are phenomenal for your vehicle. Right now, your vehicle is going through a lot of stress out there on the streets. And as it goes through all that stress, and you you got to do the best for the inside of that engine because you don't want it breaking down. You don't want the wear and tear settling in. You don't want to have huge repair bills. If you want to do the best to protect your vehicle, make sure that you're adding BG anytime you have your oil change. Let me explain how that works real quick. It's not like something you go to Walmart or O'Reilly's or something, buy it off the shelf. It's not available like that. It's available at these places like these fast change where they go in and they change your oil in a couple of minutes. Yeah, that's where they have BG products. you got to ask for it. When you get there, they're not going to try to sell it and push it on you at any of that uh, any of that kind of stuff. I'm just letting you know it's there. So when you show up at a place like that to have your oil changed, just say, hey, do the BG service. Uh, it's the best protection you can put inside the engine. Also, it's great to clean the fuel system for your vehicle so that you're saving money every time you fill up. So check it out, bgfindashop.com. And here's that AccuWeather forecast clouding up. We're going to look for some showers and thunderstorms a little bit later on today, primarily to the north and in the midsection of San Antonio as well. But that's where this front is going to come through later on today. Should be about 99 today. Same thing tomorrow. We could get some more rain tomorrow at about 95 for the high. Right now it's 78 KTSA. Good News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Hey, can I ask you a question? 
Sure. What the heck is that stuff they put in our body that said that was a vax against COVID-19? What was that? It's a chip, man. <laughs> it is. Man. Nanobots. They put nanobots in our brains. On. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. I <laughs> I am here to serve you. I am here to serve you. What what the heck was it? It's not I a vaccine. I don't vac- know, man. It's not a vaccine. I know a lot of people now at this point who have had the vax and have gotten it. I know I know one person I was just talking to you about yeah. who's had it twice. Yeah. No, no. I, I know somebody's had it four times. Four times. Four times. Um, so now, you know, high-profile people, you know, Joe Biden, they give him a, a needle every time he walked by the joint, right? Right. He's had it a couple of times. Within one month, he had it twice. And now his wife has it, you know, she was inoculated. Isn't that the word? <laughs> she, you she said something else the other day. She was inoculated, break. right? Inoculated, right. And so she's, she's got it right now as we're speaking, right? Right. And now, breaking news here, four-time vaccinated U.S. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin. Now, he's been vaccinated four times, cuatro. Right. And he wore, everywhere he went, one of those Darth Vader shields yeah, like yeah. doctors wear. <laughs> yeah. You know? And he's got it now again, the second time for him. So what the heck was that that they put in our bodies? <laughs> I'm telling you, they put nanobots. Is that what They're it reading is? our thoughts, man. Oh God. Oh, Give me a margarita. I'm we're, sorry. We're gonna be on Infowars at noon. <laughs> Alex Jones will be talking about us at noon. Who came out yesterday in support of Ron DeSantis? Did he? He did. Oh, that's the smartest thing he's done in a long time, man. <laughs> uh, anyway, go ahead. Uh, uh, well, I, I just I saw this article uh, on Fox where they and this validates something that you and I have been saying. Uh, where they're they were they've been uh, polling people about their most important issues going into the midterms. And guess what is numero uno? The guess economy. The economy. Uh, in fact, I got them written down here. It's the, the top three, economy, immigration, and health care. Well, hello. <laughs> <laughs> All hits you where you live. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Right. I don't see climate change didn't come up, mm-hmm. oddly. Mm-hmm. Uh, green technology didn't come up. Mm-hmm. Uh, none of that crap. In fact, most of the crap that's in this massive spending bill uh, didn't, didn't come up at all. COVID on there? No. No COVID on there at all. <laughs> Uh, you know, I guess you could fold that into health care, but yeah, the economy, immigration, and health care. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you're a Republican and you're running and you're talking about anything else but the economy and immigration. Mm-hmm. Is abortion on there? Uh, I didn't see abortion. No. No, no, no. no. Well, just go with those three that you well, mentioned. Well, there, uh, there was subcultural issues mm-hmm. uh, that did come up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they were bottom of the list. Well, that's what uh, I'm talking That's my point. Class and racism. Yeah. Abortion uh, come up, came up, uh, you know, uh, behind health care. Uh, so that's it. Yeah. You know, but, but but all the this is classic. You so, see this going into every major election. It's usually the economy and illegal immigration. What did what did James Carville say? It's the economy, stupid. Hey, stupid is the, the economy, economy, stupid. That's right. He some, said that some when people he, live. Yes, man. Because when you're sitting at the table at night, and Joe Biden likes to talk about how I sit around the table and <laughs> I try to figure out how to pay my bills. He sleeps underneath the, the right. table. Right. So, but when you're trying to figure out. Do I buy gas or groceries? That's a real decision that people Mm -hmm. are making right now under Joe Biden's. And and the thing is, the people that are making that decision, this is why that poll looks that way, people that are having to make those decisions, they remember a couple of years ago when they weren't having to make that decision. That's right. When they could get both. People haven't forgotten. It was two years ago, man. Right. You know, so uh, people aren't stupid. Well, there are stupid people, but they tend to vote Democrat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, and man. they're going to again, and they will again, and uh, they they've got their head head in the place where it shouldn't be, thinking yeah. with the wrong part of their bodies. 
But uh, if you're paying attention, yeah. And I, I think uh, a lot of moderate Democrats are, are feeling this, too, obviously. And uh, I, I think a lot of moderate Democrats are just keeping their mouths shut right now. Well, I don't know. It's, hard to, it's really hard to, to fathom what's going on with them. But I, I will tell you this. I've been looking at some other polling. And the races in November are closer than you would think. You would think that this is just going to be a Republican slaughter. I mean, right. they're just going to come in and run the tables everywhere. But the polling is showing, no, it's much tighter. And if you look and break down some of these polls, Democrats are ahead in a couple of these polls. Now, most of these polling organizations, granted, are left-wing polling organizations, right? Right. Uh, that, that's how they're, you know, they've always been done for years. But uh, it's still showing them close enough that if, if Republicans are thinking that this is in the box and we got no, this you, done and all that, no, you can't, man, I'm telling you. You, gotta, you said it the other day, you got to stay focused, yeah. man. That's it. You got to show up. Mm-hmm. You can't uh, depend on o- other people to cast that vote for you, mm-hmm. uh, because that's you know. And, and frankly, uh, Republicans are very good at snatching defeat out of the jaws of victory well, they on, always on have a number that. of occasions. You know, you know, said that for Democrats, twenty years. Democrats are focused. Yeah, I they will are. say that. Well, and and they are dedicated. And they you know they tend to show up. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? They'll mm-hmm. walk the streets and they tend to show up for the game when Republicans don't. I mean, think about the way Bear County and San Antonio has flipped. <sighs> And now it is a socialist stronghold. Right. It, it only took a few years. Yeah. And bad election cycles where nobody shows up. Right. Exactly. And look at what we have. We got a bunch of freaking communists. Pretty much. On the city not you, Clayton, but on the city council. <laughs> not you, Clayton. <laughs> Which uh, reminds me of something else. Have you called city council yet? Have you called the mayor yet to protest the $75 million that they want to take and spread around a little bit? You spread around. Well, you know, and I, I was reading Don Morgan's story on that yesterday. We were talking about that on the air mm-hmm. on, on my show. And uh, the mayor and Clayton are in agreement for once on these credits, on, on giving it, you know, just that's not money, but you get a credit on your bill. Mm-hmm. But uh, the guy with the weird hair that I'm always imitating on the Jenna. show. Huh? Jalen. 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 He, uh, mm-hmm. he thinks we shouldn't be rewarding people who didn't conserve energy mm-hmm. because he doesn't want to re- reward that behavior. I think the difference between Clayton and the mayor on this, what they're talking about right now is percentages. See, right. I, I think the mayor wants to reward, I've got to give it to the low income. i got to right. give it to well, the disadvantage. Yeah. And I think Clayton is saying, "Give it to everybody." Instead right. of, "Well, we're going to play percentages. How, you know, how much money do you make? And if you make too much, then you don't get your money back. We're going to give it to people who don't make any money." See? Yeah, it's all about what people deserve. Yeah, that's it. But that's but that's that's their whole. That's how they operate. That's right? Socialism. Well, and 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 also they they feel that's their base. Uh-huh. You know, our low income folks. You know, blacks and Hispanics. Sure. You know, and that's uh, the way they view it. That's the way they view them. Yeah, that's in their mind. But you know. <laughs> we'll see what they do with it, but I hope you've called City Hall. I hope you let them know, at least yeah. register your voice, or, or, or live with the consequences if you're not willing to, you know, speak up, speak out. Well, you know, I, I know we've got to take a break here, but we sure. still have yet to hit the major story of the day, which is Octomom. She's back. I know. You immediately <laughs> went to that. That's the first. Octomom Usually, Usually there is a good morning. Usually there is a, hey, how you doing? Right. But the first thing you said was, Suleiman's back. Suleiman. Her kids are going to middle school, and she Instagrammed a picture of some damn thing. And you were breathing hard when you said it. You said, Suleiman. I don't know why I find her oddly interesting. I I always have. (laughs) Didn't you say attractive? 
Didn't you say oddly attractive? Didn't you say that? I don't think my wife's up yet. It doesn't matter. If you find her attractive, you find her attractive. There's something oddly attractive about her, I have to admit. Not to me. Something freakish. (laughs) Something freakishly attractive. Uh, She's like a walking tragedy, man. There's just something about her that I I said to you, I think she did a a porn after all that happened. She She did a couple of porns. A couple? I I haven't seen them. Oh, no, I haven't either. I haven't seen them. What are you laughing at? Would you, what? I've seen them. Uh-huh. You have. Uh, yeah. What was it like? Uh, <laughs> oh, stop it. Quick break. More Wayne Ryman coming up. KTSA. Bring it. Oh, how racist. What? Back in black. So racist. Stop saying those racist You're things. So racist. You're so racist. Yeah. Back in black. Hey, it's uh, seven thirty-seven. It's wearing rhymes. It's back in African American. Trey wears on rhyme. KTSA. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it. Uh, we're here every morning. Uh, you just you know trip on by every once in a while. Want to talk about a local story? Sure. Um, Lavernia. Okay, so this is the Guardian program, and Nixon Smiley, Natalia. They have this thing called the Guardian program. Right. Where they, and I think you say you come across a school like out toward Helotus or somewhere, Medina, somewhere that has has this too, where they train teachers w- with guns, and then they put signs up and say, our teachers have guns. It was Medina, Medina yeah. County, uh, the school in Medina, I saw that sign. Right. So Lavernia, <clears throat> their schools are opening, uh, opened up this week, and they have that program in Lavernia now. And they have been training their teachers. And over at KSAT, Lee Waldman's been doing a great job reporting all this. She was the one that was down in Uvalde and all right. this stuff. She asked their uh, Guardian Program leader, the guy that was in charge that's in charge of all their uh, safety and security at Lavernia, which is a – you talk about a school district exploding. This is a big one. There's a lot of growth over in that area. Um, can you say how many guards or guardians there are going to be? And he said, no, not even the principal knows who <laughs> these guardians are and how many there are. Wow. But there's, a, there's signs up at every campus saying the teachers are armed and they will protect the children. Yeah, you ain't, you ain't going into that school <laughs> to do a shoot 'em up You know what I mean? <laughs> That's, I mean it's smart. It's it, just smart. Isn't that great? You know, in spite of all this haggling over gun rights and, you know, who should have guns and who shouldn't, blah, blah, blah. Right. You know, it's it's really about protecting the kids, man. Sure. That's all and that you, matters. You, you are not, if you're a psychopath, you are not going into that school. Your number one job, that's right, number one job in school is not to educate children, it's to protect the children. Then number two is to educate right. the children, right? right? So number one is to protect them and keep them safe. And then number two is to educate them. So I, I believe that every school across the country, and I think that the $80 billion from this stupid train wreck of a bill law that was signed Ugh. this week, $80 billion would have been spent better had they spent all that money to put gates and, and, and fences all around the schools, hung signs that said, we are armed and we will kill you, just like they're doing over in Florida. We have yeah. two separate sheriffs in Florida. One of them just armed the teachers and and put in the in the school AR-15s. So we want <laughs> the same assault fiber. weapons tray. I know those are the teachers aren't soldiers, man. They're not uh, cops, man. I know, I know, but that's it. They got to keep that's the kids badass. safe. Isn't that awesome? Well, I, I think it is. I told you about that system that my wife and I came across. Yeah. Uh, it's like forty thousand bucks. Yeah. That you can secure a school with, uh, and, and they have all kinds of different stuff. Like uh, they have foggers, so if somebody does get in, they can isolate them and blind them with these foggers. They have reinforced doors. Yep. Uh, and it's forty thousand bucks per school. Sure. So you're telling me eighty-seven billion dollars, or you know, or whatever, wouldn't have been uh, uh, better spent. No, it'd been better, much better spent uh, than IRS agents. Sure. 
You know, you can fit every school with this thing. Yeah, and so they're doing it out in Lavernia. Good on you folks out in Lavernia. By the way, it has an almost 90% approval rating. They did a poll out there. Right. Ninety, Almost 90% of the people in the Lavernia area in that school district approve of oh, having Good this. on them, man. Good so. on them. And, 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 you know, the bigger school districts, they're, they're scared spitless of doing this, thinking that our parents will never approve of this. Come on. Do it and see. Yeah, right. See, try it out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they got 90% approval you rating out of Lavernia. You it. Yeah, get that's right. Me. Do it and see what your what your families are going to say. Will you have a few that are going to complain about it? You bet. But I bet you the vast majority of the parents are going to say, Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You man. know it, man. Man. Hey, do you want to hear what happened to me at HEB yesterday? Sure. Lay it on me. <laughs> What, what's going on? Well, it was laundry day, so I didn't. I just kind of grab a shirt, you know, when I when I leave, uh-huh. and uh, it was my Let's Go Brandon shirt. I remember that. I remember you had yeah, that on. Yeah, I, I was wearing that, uh, and I, I just went to the HEB to get some. Uh, I to get some multivitamins. And uh, a young African American dude came up to me and said, "I love that shirt. Mm-hmm. Digging the shirt, man." Yeah, and he right. Shook my hand, you know. And then uh, I was actually in the parking lot, and a woman asked me, "Sir, what does that mean exactly?" And I didn't. I, I wrote a poem about it where I said I said yeah. the blank Joe Biden. Right. I didn't. What I did is I said, "Well, it's kind of like giving the president the middle finger." Uh-huh. <laughs> right. So I don't know if she was messing with me or she truly didn't know what it means. But I just thought it was interesting that a maybe young, she was checking to see if you knew what it meant. Right. I just thought it was interesting that a young black guy came up to me oh, and yeah. said, "Hey, I love that shirt." I've got a friend that wears a red MAGA cap almost everywhere he goes, and a lot right. of times he does it just to get. You know, some sort of reaction out right. of people. You know, it does it on purpose. And uh, you'd, you'd be shocked. Or maybe you wouldn't. Uh, the number of minorities that come up and go, hey, man, yeah, baby. Oh, I, 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 hey, hey I don't, I'm not surprised. And that's why, that's why I say you, you're probably not shocked at all. But that's why we see all these counties along our Texas border turning red. Yeah. You know, they've had enough yeah. of, of the Democrat Party. And Democrats have had enough of the Democrat Party right now. And well, so it's well, not that surprised me at all. When Trump was, in, when Trump was the president, okay, both those communities had more jobs, they had more opportunity, they had more money in their sure. pockets, because he actually did provide, or, or at least uh, uh, allow for the private sector to, to open up and have more jobs available. And, uh, and I think a lot of people saw that, were like, well, why the hell have I been voting for these guys? Mm-hmm. For most of my life, well, when sure. they don't do a damn thing for me. Well, we've been talking about Myra Flores and the others, right? Yeah. Cassie and the others who are here My in Texas and running. Yeah. And they're doing very, very well, and they're going to continue to do very, very well. Uh, it's not a matter of uh, of a lack of uh, of interest uh, where where the Democrats are concerned. All these things that they have been doing to try to get their people excited about the November vote, it's not a matter of a lack of interest. I think what it is is a total rejection of their policies. <laughs> you <laughs> yeah, know what I'm saying? I think that's absolutely what it is. They, they, the Democrat leadership thinks that they have an interest problem, enthusiasm problem, that their people are not enthused about this vote. I don't think it's that. I think their people are rejecting what yeah. the Democrats have been doing. Yeah, absolutely. Not all of them, but, you know, no, a I, lot I, of them I, are I rejecting th- it. I think so. And, and I think the immigration thing is a huge thing. That's the open border, especially, you know, down south here. You know, Show uh, the number one thing again, just like you brought up in the last half hours, economy. Yeah. You know, and, and it doesn't matter. Your skin color doesn't matter. When you're trying to stretch that dollar all the way across your butt and it's not making it, you know what? It doesn't matter your skin color. No, it doesn't. And you look and you see the policies that changed two years ago, and you know that that's what brought you that hardship. Well, that's, you know, and again, that's why they hate Trump so much and the leadership of the Democrats, and that's why they despise him, because he showed them for who they are. Yeah. He showed them up saying, they don't do anything for you. 
they just want to claim you're a victim and I'm a racist. And uh, meanwhile, they're not uh, providing you with any kind of opportunity in these neighborhoods in where you live. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I got you some work. I got you some jobs. I, uh, I, I rolled back the regulation and taxes uh, on the private sector. And look what happened. Well, and they, and people aren't they didn't just magically forget two years ago. Do you want to know when that started? And it it's really can go back years and years oh, yeah. and years and years and years and built and built and built. But the moment a lot of folks, particularly in the minority community, woke up is when uh, Joe Biden told uh, what's his name's whatever the God you know uh, Charlemagne the God. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. If you don't vote for me, you ain't black. You ain't black. If you don't vote for me, you here's, ain't black. Here's a, the the epitome of a corrupt privileged white man that's it right there saying man. that you ain't really black you're not black if you don't vote for i expect your vote because you're black he's a delaware racist man that's it right there all right quick break more wearing rama coming up for you on ktsa blue bonnet chrysler dodge ram in new Braunfels is the number one volume ram truck dealer in texas and has been year after year you know what that means the factory feeds them the new ram trucks before they go anywhere else august well that's the biggest sales month of the year it's the make this the summer sales event this is where you can choose from over 500 vehicles on the ground at Blue Bonnet Chrysler Dodge Ram in New Braunfels. If you don't find exactly what you're looking for, you can custom order it. No additional charge to custom order it. Or you can put your name on one that's on the truck and headed this way. Bottom line is they'll have your vehicle for you at the lowest price. You know why? Because at Blue Bonnet Chrysler Dodge Ram in New Braunfels, price is the difference. And during this big sale in August, in addition to the low prices and the great selection, you'll get a year of free oil changes and and car washes with your new car or truck purchase. And they're open until 10 p.m. every Friday and Saturday in August, so making that shopping thing an easy thing for you. Shop in person, you can shop online or by phone. Just make it easy on yourself. That's Blue Bonnet, Chrysler, Dodge, Ram, and New Braunfels, where price is the difference. This is 751, where at Ryland, KTSA. Today is the 18th. What day is it? Well, we've got just a mitful here today, man. Oh, it's, uh, well, you'll love it. It's birth control pills day. Okay. <laughs> that sounds like a happy time. <laughs> it's helium discovery day. What are you talking about? Helium discovery. What are you talking about? I used to do that, but it always gave me a headache, man. Yeah, you can't do helium. Anymore. Silly voice was fun, but. I was always running my voice with a stick like this. Dude, it's. <laughs> <laughs> That's sound when I first got in the radio. Don't cross your eyes. They'll stay that way. <laughs> it's National Fajita Day. Oh, you've got to be kidding me. National Fajita Nancy, Day. Nancy Louise Ware. Nancy Ware. It is National Fajita Day, baby. That's for lunch today. I'm a, I'm a fajita king when it comes to cooking fajitas. I, I like I like steak fajitas, man. I, I do. And I, like, I do. I like shrimp fajitas. I can do it. I mm. can do it. All right, baby. That's what we're having for lunch today. Well, and we got one more. It's Bad Poetry Day. <laughs> Lord, I hate bad poetry. Oh, uh, don't you? <laughs> I hate it. You know? I hate it. Just like musicians hate bad songs, you hate well, bad poetry. And I'll tell you why. And I get, my wife gives me <laughs> right, crap about this. Because right. a lot of people give me crap about this because they say, well, you're, it's all relative, you know, and you're not being such a snob. But you know what? <laughs> a bad poem, a poorly written poem, hits my ears like somebody playing a guitar <laughs> out of tune. Have you ever written a bad poem? Oh, yeah, but they, they, they end up in, a tr- in, the, See, in the waste paper basket. All of us who, are, who, who do that, who perform, we've all screwed up, man. I think I, when I first started performing publicly as a singer, oh, my God, I wouldn't want to hear any of that stuff now. Well, oh, but I've been writing God. poetry now for 40 years, so now yeah. pretty much every poem I write... 
because I have a certain way that I sure. write poems. Right. Like like you you everybody has to learn how to play the guitar their own sure. way or the piano or whatever. Your style. I have a way that I write poems, so it's rare that I get a real clunker these days. There yeah. once was a man from Nantucket. Oh, stop! No. Stop! That's a bad. That's oh, a bad. No. That's a bad poem. That's a bad poem. Uh, that is a bad <sighs> poem. Exactly bad, right. I'll tell you what bad poems are. Bad poems are one of two things. They're either incomprehensible, right, or they're completely obsessive. Uh, it's all about the poet and look how cool I am. And you know. sure, well, and like I was saying about musicians, there are a lot of musicians today that are really bad, and you find that on the radio because everything is the same. We, we, we've well, talked yeah. about that, didn't yeah. we? Yeah. So everything that it's formulaic. Okay, just do this, you know, and here it is, right. and do this formula, and radio will play it. It's well, just awful. In, in, in the interest of uh, bad poetry day, I will say one more thing. I hate slam poetry. Okay, good. I hate it. Now, I hate it. You being a guy <laughs> from the East Coast and very familiar with seafood, have you ever come across anybody with Vibrio? Vibrio? Vibrio. No, what is that? Well, apparently, and it's serious, you get it from eating bad raw, uh, oysters. Bad oysters. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. so it's like that Salminio stuff. Yeah, pretty much. That's it. And you got a Florida man who died yesterday uh, after catching a bacterial infection from a one in a billion bad oyster, is what the restaurant owner says. You, yeah, you got to be careful, man. You got to be careful with seafood. See, I don't know it. I don't mm-hmm. know it. That's just something I don't know because I don't do seafood, right? So I'm unfamiliar with it. My dad used to eat raw oysters. You oh, eat hell, raw I oysters, love raw right? Oysters, yeah. man. Oysters. Uh, the unidentified man reportedly worked at the restaurant decades ago, the same one that he ate the oyster at and died yesterday. Second person in the state, Pensacola News Journal reporting, this is in Florida, uh, that a, a community leader died on August 9th. So, wow. man, they got a bad batch of these things. I didn't know oysters would kill you like that. I really well, yeah. Seriously, I didn't know it. Oh, I yeah, it's shellfish, you know, uh, and you got, you got to eat them fresh. You got to eat them right out of the, out of the shell. Right. Uh, you, you know, unless they're, they're smoked oysters, which is a different thing yeah. in the tins. But, yeah, an oyster will kill you. I know <laughs> literally nothing you. about seafood. Here, here's my, my extent of seafood. When I was a kid, we'd go to First Mate and get fish and chips. Right. <laughs> See, I, yeah. And I eat it all. Crabs, lobsters, You really scallops. do. You really do. I eat shrimp at least four times a, four or five times a week. I know you do, because yeah. you tell me that I, I had, want it. I had some shrimp curry yesterday. Yeah. That was tasty. So, uh, I, I was not, obviously not a seafood eater. We were on, on a trip one time, and they brought the shrimp cocktail to the table with the sauce, right? Rock I said, on. well, you know, I'm going to try this. And I was with Nancy and Justin. So I just bite into it, and I thought, man, this thing sure is crunchy, but all right. I just... <laughs> oh, no. And they start laughing. Well, I grab another one. I bend no. in it. <laughs> no. I'm like, God, this is hard going down. How do you swallow these? And they're laughing, man. They're looking yeah. at each other going, <laughs> I bet. And they're not saying anything. And so I, get, I go, one more time. I'm going to get the third one. And I just, after this, if it's crunchy like this and hard to swallow, forget about it. I'm not doing them anymore. I'm done with shrimp. <laughs> so again, <laughs> Justin looks up. He couldn't stop. He had tears running down his eyes. laughing. Dad. You gotta peel it first. <laughs> yeah. I don't know these things. You gotta peel the shrimp. I think I gotta. There. I've never had to skin a cow. <laughs> well, it's, it's different. ready. You gotta, you gotta. You gotta peel the shell off of them puppies. <laughs> I didn't know that. You know. Yeah. I've only eaten steak, so when a steak comes, nobody ever said I gotta take the skin off the steak to eat it. I just cut into it and eat it, man. So I'm, those you, you were turned off by the shrimp because you. No, I like the, them now. I like shrimp mind. cocktail now. Right. I yeah. love shrimp cocktail. Yeah. 
But uh, uh, yeah, my I, if I really want to scare the crap out of my wife, I cook seafood at home. She's terrified of eating bad seafood. Well, but but doesn't it stink too? I mean, it kind of smells no, bad. No, it depends on what it is. Yeah. Okay. Like, I don't like fish that smells like fish. Yeah, me either. I'm not, a, I'm not a big fish eater. I'm like that. Okay, flounder I love. Flounder is great, okay, but I'm not really into fish. I like shellfish. Yeah. I like oysters, scallops, shrimp, lobster, crab. I'll tell you, man. Caldads, mud bugs. I did try salmon one time, and it tasted fishy, yeah, right? I, don't like I was salmon. like, I don't like fishy. It tastes fishy and all that stuff. But when we went to Alaska, we went to a salmon bake where they did it over the fire outside. It was good. I decided yeah. to try it again. It was good. I'm just, I'm not a big salmon eater. Yeah. I don't like, I don't like the salmon, but uh, I was more I'm for not the a bears. fish eater. Yeah, let them have the... Yeah. But, yeah, give me some shrimp and oysters. I'm happy. All right, quick break. More Wearing Rhyme coming up. KTSA. When Chris- Kevin won. What's up, stud? You call me stud? <laughs> that's a little awkward. You know, that's what we used to say in school. We walked down the hallway in school in the 70s. What's up, stud? Stud. Wow. I don't know. I'm just out there studding. That's all. Do my stud thing. You ever have, an, like, an older guy call you babe? Never had that happen. <laughs> I've had that. Happen. Kinky calls me babe, babe. every again. I don't know. It's an older guy. It's an older guy thing. My, one of my old bosses, our uh, partner hey, uh, on the air uh, morning show, Bill hey, Crisp, he, he was an old school <laughs> dude. He called me babe. No, I was always Moose or Hoss. That's Moose what I, or Hoss. That's what people call me. Big T is my, my, my road name, and uh, Moose or Hoss, or Fang, because you know I bite well, but uh, you know whatever. What? Uh, it's just another story. Fang? Also. Fang, yeah. You bite well? Yeah, it's another story. It's something we move on from now. I uh, <laughs> mentioned yesterday. Yeah, we'll just drop that. <laughs> We'll, we'll all forget well, Fang. I'm a little curious I'm, now. No, yeah, I'm don't kidding. Work. No, I have, you put it out there, man. I'm kidding. I have a ring that is uh, vampire fangs. <laughs> it's just a ring. Oh, it's so a ring. So somebody saw it on me one day and said, your your name is Fang, huh? And I said, sure, call me Fang. What the heck? That's how it is. See, the real story, the true story. Molar. <laughs> the true story is not as exciting as the made-up story, right? <sighs> somebody saw my ring. It's a ring. Yeah. Okay, Fang. So yesterday, yesterday I mentioned that Joe Biden's riding a bike on the beach. I know you, you played with this on your show, too. And, and that uh, he wrote up to some uh, girl reporters. and Mr. President, Mr. President, can we get a, get a word? And he said, no, you need to go put your bathing suit on. Well, I think, he, what did he say? They say you had to go get your bathing suits or something like that. You need to go put plural. your bathing suit on. But it was plural. It was plural, though. I think it was, t- was he talking to the whole crowd? Or you what? need to go put your bathing suits on. Right, right. So that's what he said. Right. And I have the video with the words written across there right. on the video, what he said, transcribed what he said. Well, I, I tuned in a little bit late because I left the station late, and I heard the caller say, that's not what he said. He said, "You need to go buy, we need to go buy some bathing suits. It's not what he said. Right. He, he did not say that. So the caller was wrong. I was right. I take the integrity, and I wrote that note to you. I said, I take the integrity very important because when I talk about Stevens Roofing or Safe Showers or, you know, lifestyles or amogee i want people to know that they can trust what i say same with you you know we have our integrity that we have to protect and what we're saying is the right thing so i'm very careful about that i also said that i think he's a bit of a a hands-on president <laughs> or a hands-on man it has or a been nose for- on man likes to sniff. <laughs> so betsy devos she was the education secretary under uh president trump and she was doing a show, a podcast with Megan Kelly yesterday, and she said that uh, he said Joe Biden sexually harassed her while, he, while <laughs> she, she said that. Right. She said she she said this yesterday. She said it several years ago. I was in a wheelchair, and um, I was backstage after speaking, and he, meaning Biden, came up to me. I'd never met the man before in my life. He came up to me, he put his hands on my shoulders, 
his forehead on my forehead. <laughs> Jeez. And he sat there and talked to me that close. Their, you know, face, <laughs> nose, lips, yeah. that close. Yeah. She said, if Biden had acted, acted that way as a student on a college campus under his proposed rule with Title IX, sexual harassment would have been filed right away. And then she talked about it with Megyn Kelly. She said, you know, there have been probes and allegations of much more egregious contact on his part uh, against other women. That's a direct quote from Betsy DeVos. What she was talking about was Tara Reid, who said that Biden kissed her, touched her, and did stuff with his hands without her consent when she worked for him as a Senate staffer in the 1990s. He has repeatedly denied Reid's allegations. Uh, Point is, we've all seen him publicly, the way he embraces women, the way he embraces even girls, right? And the girls trying to little get away, girls, from, little yeah. girls trying to get away from it, and all that kind of stuff. Putting your forehead—would you go up to somebody you don't know and put your forehead against her no. forehead and your nose against hers and carry on a conversation that way? No, no, you certainly wouldn't. He gets away with it and has gotten away with it for years because why? He's a very powerful man, very powerful, the most powerful guy on the planet right now. And so you—you—it's hard for people to fight against that. This is DeVos's point. It's hard to to say you know say anything back. Against Against, against that and people you know are there to protect somebody like a joe biden who might be in that position and, and doing those kinds of things well so what's interesting about that is apart from being creepy as hell is that this this is the party who were the feminist movement or the pillars of the feminist movement you know we got to bust through that glass ceiling and all that crap but man when it's one of theirs and he's a handsy guy they circle the wagons clinton is iconic in the democratic party and he's an absolute scumbag okay joe biden same thing got his hands all over women i'm not shocked by any of this he's been a skis his whole adult, adult life it was widely known in delaware what a skis he was but again he's a democrat so <laughs> it's okay. You no, know, you're you're hitting the point I was going to bring up, and that's a million percent right. So you, all you got to do is change parties. Yeah, oh, that's yeah, all you got to do. Totally different story. And you'll have the biggest scandal. Brian Stetler will be all over CNN all night long. You know they'll have a live satellite truck outside of her of her building. You know, going she's she's living in there after she was harassed by Donald Trump. Right, right. No, you know it'd what be I mean? Front page news. Well, what we used to call front page. News. Alex Stone will be doing a live report. <laughs> Donald Trump touches foreheads <laughs> with a woman he doesn't know. See, that's... And he's still a racist. <laughs> and that's the point. That's the point to bring up about right. that. So, yes, he did say, go get your bathing suits on. You need to go You need to go get your bathing suits on. And, yes, he did put his forehead to De- Betsy DeVos's forehead and well, noses button up against each other all, and all that all you really i mean for us married dudes, all you really have to you know envision is somebody doing that to your wife or doing that to your girlfriend and how you would feel about that if it's somebody you knew and you were and they were especially close and y'all were close friends well that's one thing that's a that's, a, that's between y'all you right. know however that works somebody you don't even know <laughs> somebody your wife don't even know just a, somebody nah, come walking up and does that not even cool. though he wasn't a stranger because he was a well-known personality obviously but still nah i don't think so well, it, and he so. does that constantly, too. Right. Where he gets right into people's women, into their faces. It's it's really, really damn disturbing. Because mm-hmm. he does. He touches their forehead. He puts his hands on their shoulder. If, if you did any of that stuff in the private sector, you'd be fired. You remember the Billy Bush bus, right? Yeah. And, oh, yeah. and, and, and they grab him by the... Remember that? Yeah. And we didn't hear the end of that, uh. even though there has never been a charge... 
leveled against Trump that he actually grabbed him by the hmm, right. He was saying you could if you wanted to. That's right. Just like he because said, he's famous, I, and he said I could shoot somebody on Fifth Avenue, you know, and get away with it. That, you know, that, that's that's exact. That's the kind of hubris he speaks for. Right. It's not cool. He shouldn't be speaking that way. But you know, he's just saying that. Uh, this guy actually goes up to women and lays his head against theirs and sniffs their hair and strokes their hair and rubs their shoulders right. and all of that kind of stuff, and they don't say a word. Not <laughs> a you, word. But we say it all the time that you know, with your average puke, your liberal puke, okay, they tend to be guilty of the stuff they're accusing everybody yeah. else of. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I, absolutely. Okay, yeah. who's the racist in the room? Right. Who's the perv in the room? It's going to be a Democrat, man. And they never say a word about their no, own. Never say a word about their own. It's never do. All right, we'll take a quick break. When we come back, we will talk a little bit about the CDC, and there's a couple oh, other yeah. things to hit, too. Sure. So, all right, uh, River City Oral Surgery. That's River City Oral Surgery and Dr. Mark Havercorn. When you're going to get serious about having the best uh, dental experience that you can have, this is your man right here. This is the guy. In fact, he believes in what he does so much, he puts it online at rivercityoms.com. You can log on and see the prices right there for whatever you're going to have him do, an extraction, wisdom teeth taken out, implant put in. If you have missing teeth, you do not want to go a long time without missing teeth because your jaw and your actual facial structure changes. That's how you get that kind of old look on your face many times because you lose teeth or whatever and you don't replace them with a with an implant and the next thing you know, your face starts to change based on that structure. So Dr. Mark Havercorn can fix all that for you. He's a facial surgeon, too. He's got hospital privileges because he is an MD. The guy is the real deal. He's the full package. When you want to get serious about your dental health this way, I want you to uh, contact my friend Dr. Mark Havercorn, River City Oral Surgery, rivercityoms.com, and on the phone, 210-778-0002. AccuWeather, we have a, sh- a shot at showers later on this afternoon, and b- about 3 o'clock on, off and on uh, in the area, primarily to our north, but can come on south as far as I'm concerned. 99 today. We're looking at more showers in the area tomorrow, about uh, 90 or so, 95 or so, and 78 right now, KTSA. Oh, 7-1. Stay connected. You want to hit the CDC? You want to do that? Yeah, sure. I mean, they, they, they've uh, upgraded uh, their uh, protocols or whatever. Uh, you, you, you want to upset me about this? Yeah. Because they, they're claiming that, you know, I guess they, they felt their response was less than it should have been it for COVID. Sucked. It sucked. <laughs> we, we, let's just say it. It sucked. Yeah. That was two years of hell, man. Uh-huh. And, uh, but it, look at the nuances, though. They say, you know, when it comes to scientific language, we have to make it more understandable to people. No, you don't. One of the things that you see Democrats do a lot, and I know you've picked up on this as well, okay? Whenever they screw up or they apologize for something, they're not really admitting anything. They're just saying, you're too stupid uh-huh. to understand what we're saying. All right, and we're the victims. And we're the victims. So yeah. our, our problem is that we didn't explain it simply enough for we, you We need to do a better rubes. job of explaining it you to know you what idiots I mean? and fools. Yeah. Uh, you know, thank you. That's what I have hey! to say. Hey! <laughs> Don't be throwing that finger around in here. Not, not at you. But not, not a new. I knew you weren't doing it to me. It was at Rochelle Walensky, and I, you know... <laughs> Now, you know, what What interested me about this story when I saw her talking about this yesterday, because she said, we screwed up, we, our, you know, our response during COVID was terrible, it was awful, and we need to, you know, kind of remake things around here because we got a lot of things wrong in the response to COVID. First point to make out of this, 
We were saying that all along. Yeah, that's right. You guys we are totally knew. screwing us up, man. We knew it. None of this makes any sense. You know, this all this masking up wherever you go, none of it makes sense. You know, now we're finding out. Remember, we started the show with what is it that they put in our bodies? I don't know. Because it's not a vaccine, because you got Lloyd Austin and Jill Biden and all these others that have been. He was vaxxed four times. Right. Four, and he wore a shield, one of those shields that doctors wear when they're doing surgery over their face. And he's got it. <laughs> so, look, and we're going to live with it for the rest of our lives. It's, it's here know, to stay. Yes, it's like the Spanish flu. Spanish flu is still here. It 1917 is. Spanish and, flu. And, and unfortunately, though, th- this was intentional, in my See, opinion. That's, but, and, and that's what Trump said this morning. He said China blanked the rest of the world. Right. This was yesterday. China blanked the rest of the world with COVID. <laughs> God, I miss I don't him. know what the blank is because it's just blank here on the page. Oh, I but... think I got an idea. He's <laughs> okay. from New York. All right. China blanked the rest of the world. But So I believe this is what happened with the CDC. First of all, it was highly politicized, right? Oh, very much so. I also believe that whatever they said when they sent out recommendations, it started in the White House. Then it went to the CDC and back channels. Then when the CDC said it, the White House publicly would say, CDC is recommending we do this, right? But it right. all started with the White House. It no, ran, certainly. Yeah, right. Okay. It's about elections. And so because of their, quote, recommendations, which the White House followed up on, careers were destroyed. Yeah. Because lives were destroyed. Careers were lost. Yes. Well, you remember that crap they used to say, you ain't a, you're not a good American. If you don't get vaccinated. You're not patriotic. You're not patriotic. That's what it was. You're not patriotic. Uh, you know, uh, sending your kids to school without a mask is killing people. Right. This is a, a disease of the unvaccinated. Oh, the other thing was lock the kids up at home. Don't, don't let them sh- shut the schools down. screwed over an entire, an entire generation of kids. Right. And it was the CDC recommendations. In California, they closed all the churches in a clear oh, First God. Amendment violation. Right. And there's a church in San Jose, Cal- Calvary Chapel, that just won their case because California had fined them $200,000 for continuing to have people come to services. Right. So and now we're finding out. Well, that was okay. Um, so Mary Wakefield, she is now the consultant at the CDC to do this CDC reform. This is not good news, because Mary Wakefield works for Barack Obama. Oh, great! Oh, that's what we need. So it's going to politicize <laughs> it even more. She, she's going to Obama size. They're it. all the same gang, that's man. It. That's They're it. They're all the same rabble. They really are. That's it. So uh, she's there to Obama-size the CDC, put a pretty face on the outside, but inside it's going to be ugly and it's going to be <laughs> issuing. I say just get rid of it. Why do we even have it? Why have the CDC? What's I, the point? I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what the last thing they did that was actually beneficial to anybody. If you want to have the FDA and look at the drugs before they come to market, okay. If you want to do that, fine. They have 11,000 employees at the CDC. 11,000. Right, right. And all they they do is they issue uh, recommendations. We recommend you don't eat raw oysters that have not been cleaned or whatever. Right, right. They make recommendations. That's all they do. They need 11,000 people to do that? No. (laughs) No, they don't. Anyway. They could have half a dozen scientists who could do that job. Yeah. So I, you know, I, I just, but the part about we need to explain this stuff better to you stupid people just is what got me. Yeah. You know, that, that's standard oh, operating procedure for the, uh, for these pukes. I remember back when it was going on, you would say that, you know, don't, don't, don't act like I'm stupid. Right. Well, then again, there are quite a few stupid people in the world. I, I continue to see people in their cars. <laughs> Wearing a mask with by themselves. freaking masks on. 
I'm sorry. You know, I just got to laugh sometimes. There was like some dude. I saw some dude yesterday walking down the sidewalk all by himself with a freaking mask on. Well, you remember early on during the pandemic, you and I followed that dashboard. You were at your house. I was at mine. And we had the computers watching those numbers. And one day they'd be red, the next day they'd be black, and the next day they'd be whatever color and all that stuff. And then we, you and I start talking about how yeah, they're messing with the numbers. Remember that? Yeah, they're cooking the bucks. Yes. Well, they started adding probable cases in. Yes. If you fell out of an airplane and you had happened to have COVID, well, it was the COVID that kill you, killed you, not the right. fat, you know, hard stop. Some guy shot a guy <laughs> in the head and he died. Oh, but he had it's a COVID, COVID death. Yes. COVID death. He died from COVID, yeah. It's a COVID death with an accidental bullet in his head. And then you, you watch the judge and, and the mayor at 613 oh, every God. night. And they were, you know, talking about, you have to wear your mask. You have to wear your mask. And then you see the judge, he never had a mask on. Well, and the mask he wore, we knew from day one didn't work. The, had freak, the bandana. Thing. Yeah. They told us. But Fauci he never, said those don't work. He would never pull it up. He was over here at the barn door, and he's up in Fredericksburg drinking wine. He's got the mask hanging down. Because here. they knew. See, yes, they did. <laughs> and so did the CDC. So did the CDC. Gavin Newsom, all of them, they knew. Yeah. So, they knew it all along, so man. So get rid of the CDC that's not necessary. Spend that money protecting our schools on our border. Well, we're asking for a bit much from these people. <laughs> Probably so. <laughs> you know, I mean, let's face it. Well, when you want a great roof on your home, you contact our friends at Stevens Roofing. They are a family-owned local company here at Stevens Roofing. They deal with the same weather that we deal with, right, you and I deal with. And that means Stevens Roofing understands what it takes to protect your home with an outstanding roof. At Stevens Roofing, they are there all the time, and the hot Texas sun is pounding down on your roof, and then we're going to get rain a little bit later on today. Those asphalt shingles up there, they buckle, they erode, they uh, peel off, they delaminate too. And that can expose the, the felt and the wood surface underneath, and that's when your rot starts to set in. Now you've got to redeck a project. That can be bad. So what you want to do? is get your reliable roofer over at Stevens Roofing to come out and get you a free roofing inspection. Now, this is not going to cost you anything, and they're not looking for work. If you don't need any work, they're going to tell you that. They do commercial. They do residential. They do metal. They do composition, and they're licensed by the city. Your roof covers your home and your family. Be sure your roof is safe and secure. That's Stevens Roofing. They have your family covered. 210-785-0994. Ever have a mullet? What's that? Did you ever have a mullet? I did. You had a mullet? <laughs> I did. Don well, Morgan. 1985-86. When you had hair, did you have a mullet? Did you ever, ever do a mullet? You had a mullet? You had did a mullet? You... you had a mullet? No mullet? James? No, I never did. Mm-hmm. I did never you? Had... No, sir. I had long hair down to my shoulders, but no mullet at all. I didn't even know what a mullet was till just about 10 years ago. Really? Yeah. Oh, I had I had a mullet and uh, and I had uh, a dangling uh, battle axe earring that I wore. Did you <laughs> did, did you know it was a mullet when you had it? Did, well, uh, we didn't. Got, I don't know. We, I don't remember it being. Was that the name? Like when you got went in and you got your hair cut? Did you go in and sit down and go make me a mullet? <laughs> no, I, I don't remember. Like, I just remember. I just, no, I just remember. It, what we called it? Hockey hair. Hockey. hockey hair. Why is that? Why hockey? You see, the hockey players back in the eighties, they all had the same haircut. Did they really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, he's right. It's the Billy Ray Cyrus look, right? Mm-hmm. I actually, uh, I actually took bleach and bleached out the sides. 
Uh, that does not surprise me at all. <laughs> and that explains why one side of your brain is the way it's been it bleached. is. <laughs> I bleached, ble- bleached bit my, uh, my own, uh, whatever, my own brain. Well, I ask because this week is the National Mullet Championships. You know, we need to leave that in the 80s. We just really need to leave that back in the 80s. No, it's bad. <laughs> Have you seen all the celebrities and sports yes. stars? Everybody's wearing them now, man. They're everywhere. Males not and females. Cool, man. And they're even the point now where, I, and I guess this was a thing back then, they shave the side. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. Shave them. So you shave no. it, and you grow the top and the back uh, really long. The back go- is like crazy long. I, I was at uh, Annabelle's school yesterday for an event, and I saw some dudes wearing mullets, wearing man, mullets. in high school. So it's back. Did they have those ugly sunglasses on, too, that the kids are wearing? Yes. Okay. Yeah. What are the sunglasses? What are those? What kind? It's like the old ones that uh, Macho Man Randy oh, Savage. God. Oh, no. Yeah, those big things, you know? Leave my youth alone. So, uh, you <laughs> Get can, your own. You can actually go to mulletchamp.com and cast your vote for the for the winning mullet. Now, these people that are on here, they paid $10 to be on. They're com- competing for a $2,500 prize. So whoever has the mullet of the of the – whoever wins the mullet championship gets a $2,500 prize. And all that money that was raised by them – uh, paying to be in the contest goes to the National Kids Wig Foundation for the kids who don't have hair. Well, that's cool. Isn't yeah. that great? Yeah, that is cool. So, and I we had a guy who used to work here a long time ago. He had the long, beautiful hair. He didn't have a mullet, but long, beautiful hair. And he came in one day and it was short as mine. I said, "Hey, man, what's up? What, what happened to your hair?" And he said, "No, no, no. I cut. I grow it long like that, and I cut it and donate it to kids who who have right. cancer." And, that's uh, great. Yeah, I've a, I've done that. Have you really? It's really I've done it two or three times. You've very, grown your hair out for that. Very rewarding. Well, I bet it is. And uh, I, you know, I try. I could wear long hair, but mine gets so th- I have really thick hair, so right. it gets really bushy. So by the time it's really start, it doesn't just lay down like that. It just stands out like right. I stuck my finger in a wall socket. <laughs> you know. So eventually, I just get tired of it. It's got to go, and I go to the store and I cut it all off. Well, you know? I, was, I was looking at my uh, Facebook memories, and uh, I saw the picture of my pandemic ponytail. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I remember when you did that. I looked, I looked, dude, I looked ridiculous, man. Yeah, that was around when we became friends on yeah, Facebook. I think it was. I remember when you did that. I look like Ben Franklin, man. You, you said horrible. that on the air. And, uh, well, you know, because yeah. you know, in, your, in your mind, when you're looking in the mirror, it's like, oh, I look like Bono. And then, you know, my wife takes a picture from behind, and yeah. it's like, wow, I'm really bald. Yeah. <laughs> well, it happens. And, uh, and and the ponytail's really a pigtail. It's about that long. You know, yeah, like, it is, man. <laughs> look ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, no more. I, I, I joked the other day, and we were at the pool, and I was like, you know, I might grow my hair out again. And my wife shot me a look. Yeah. Ooh. Well, how do you like the new look? How do you like I, that I like feel? it. Because you got your beard trim, and you got your sides shaved. You're wearing a little bit more of a shave on the side. Chastity. Chastity. Yeah. Uh, at uh, Diesel is, uh, is my go-to person from now on right uh she did all this and, i can't uh, tell you who does mine i just walk in and go okay i want to sit down you know i don't even have a I, person i find one person I, I i went to the same dude yeah at walmart on right. bandera for about eight years i'm still with my barber that i started with when i was 14 well wow. see and i i did that for a while i had a guy his name was ted and Ted did my hair, and he talked me into highlights one time. Highlights, <laughs> no. He did. Fang, Fang had highlights? He did. Fang had highlights. I walked in there, and he said, I'm going to do highlights. 
And he said, by the way, I'll shave your body, too. I said, no, we don't need to go there. Shave your body? Yeah. And he said, no, I do highlights. I said, all right, well, what's involved? He said, all I do is I put a cap on, I pull your hair through a cap, and then you got highlights. And I said, oh, this can't be too bad. Go ahead. Four and a half hours later, Man. I was in that. But once he started, I was stuck. Right. You had to do it. You had to fit it. That why never why did he want to shave off your, your, your body hair? What was that? Well, because the best part of, to me, being a kid and going to the barbershop, we all wore the butch cut, which was the, yeah, it was. It was, right. the, it was the really short and a flat top, mm-hmm. and then you had a bumper in the front, and you took uh, greasy kid stuff, man, and put it right here, you know, butch wax, and it, you, it stood butch up. Butch wax. Butch wax is what they called it, and it stood up in the front, man, you had a bumper, right? We all had that look back then when we were young kids, and I'd go to the same guy, Ken Nutt, down here. It's where the, it's where the big bib is now, is wh- where my haircut in place was. Right. And it started. What was his name? Ken Nutt. Ken Nutt. And it started when I was just wax. a kid when I was a little bitty boy. Right. <laughs> uh, and I, I went there, you know, until I got married. Right. So for 20 years, Ken cut my hair. The best part of what Ken did, though, he used hot uh, lather and a straight razor. Right. With a leather strap on the chair to stru- sharpen the razor. Boom, 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 boom. Hit that. And he would uh, shave the back of your neck. Right. See, that's what they do wax. for me at Diesel. They shave the back of my yeah, neck with a I, towel. I, I still get that treatment straight, my barber. With a straight razor? Mm-hmm. That's the best feeling on planet Earth that I've ever, ever had. And that includes all the other feelings I've had. My barber's 87. <laughs> I do, man. I walk in there. You that's love that a, butch wax, I, don't you? I, no, no, no. It's, it's a shaving <laughs> of the back right. of the neck. And I, I ask, when I walk into Great Clips or Sport Cuts or wherever I go, because I don't have a place that I go to, when I walk in, that's the first question I ask. I always say, do you shave the neck? Right. Well, we run the little thing. There ain't the clippers over it, you know. And you're coming to my place. We're going to go one day. Yeah. We have okay. a full bar. All right. <laughs> no, I'm not no, kidding. seriously. Oh, yeah, wow. I believe We have you. a full bar. Yeah. Um, this guy, he's been he's 87 now. He's still sharp yeah. as a tack with the razor and everything. In fact, Dan Cook used to go get his sure. hair cut from him back in the day when Dan was living in Castle Hill. And where is this place? Right here, Alamo Heights. Oh. Um, there was a place over uh, off of, like, Stone Oak. It was called Roosters, and a guy who worked here, his family owned it. In fact, Woody, he's the guy who speaks for the uh, fire department. His family owned it. And so I, you know, I went in there one time. Really expensive. I don't know if they're still. I don't think they're still around. But anyway, you walk in. They do the hot towel on the face. Oh, yeah. Do they do that? Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. Hot towel on the face. And the first thing they do is they offer you a beer out of a giant freezer. <laughs> hey, you want a beer? And it's an ice cold mug. Open the freezer. Ice cold wow. mug comes out, and they pour you a beer. Yep. My place gives me a massage at the end. Yes. Yeah. Well, they yeah. give you a massage. They give you yeah. a little. So there you go. Vibrator. I know this is. I know this is really interesting, but we had to just have a moment away from all the... Hey, Elaine, you ever see any butch wax? No? That just sounds like a like a jacuzzi party from the 80s. You, you know that I'm going to have a bunch of emails about it now. People... And, and, and if, you have, if you have pictures of you when you were a kid and you used butch wax to make your bumper, then make sure you send me those pictures. Email me your pictures. I want to see you. <laughs> It just, I don't know, butch wax, just, it, it, it sounds like something different to me. It's just goop. I just called it goop. 
Where's the goop? Is it the goop? goop? Isn't that also uh, to clean your hands when yeah. it's full of oil from working on the oh, car? Goop, right, 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 that's, right. That is goop, but it's go- called Gojo. Oh, Gojo. Okay. Gojo. All right, I got to tell you about safe showers and your old garden tub, your shower tub combo. If you don't use that anymore, you ought to think about upgrading to a beautiful, stylish walk-in shower from Safe Showers. This is not an inexpensive fiberglass acrylic overlake flimsy thing. No. Uh-uh. What Safe Showers does is they completely remove your old tub right down to the studs. They install a beautiful designer walk-in shower in just a few days. Now, you get to choose from options like natural stone-style wall panels and glass doors and designer fixtures and 